Hey there, it's Fashdi Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. And if this is not your first time, welcome back. Do you like stories? Do you enjoy hearing people's stories or hearing just generalized stories? I'm not talking about gossip because gossip is completely different. Gossip is a topic for another day and it can destroy lives and it's not the right character trait to practice or it's not the right type of sharing stories that we should practice. However, do you like stories? Stories that tell you know, about someone's life, their journey, or maybe the the decisions that they made or what they accomplished in life. Do you like stories? I personally enjoy stories and a lot of that has to do with me enjoy reading. And I think a lot of readers enjoy stories. They enjoy the details behind who a person is. They enjoy the narrative. They enjoy finding out the why behind the what. They enjoy that mystery. For me, I love stories. Like I said, I enjoy it. I enjoy hearing about someone else's journey. I could sit down and listen to stories days on end. One story in particular that I really enjoy because it paints the picture very detailed and it it paints it so well that you're actually almost living it. And that's the story of Hansel and Gretel. Now, I know some of y'all are like, seriously, Vashti, that's the story that you just really enjoy. I do. And there's a reason behind it. Now, essentially, this is not no little story. It's a bedtime story or it's considered a bedtime story. And the story of Hansel and Gretel, actually, it came about in the 1300s, somewhere between 1314. It's actually a favorite fairy tale story in literature, but there's some truth behind it. And it actually stemmed from the famine that struck Europe. So a lot of women in that time, if you didn't know, here's a little bit of history behind this little fairy tale story. A lot of women, when the famine struck Europe, they started abandoning their children because, you know, they didn't have money to provide them with food. Fathers and mothers, they left their children behind. And some of them, it it drove to the point where they had attempted cannibalism or enslavement and even murder. So this story of Hansel and Gretel, there's a lot of darkness presented in it and there's truth behind it because it's actually what people lived out and lived through during the famine that struck Europe. So this fairy tale is no cheerful story. It's no cheerful journey. While it's a bedtime story, there's a twist to the plot in terms of the children find freedom and they made their way back home. You know, that's just the way fairy tales are. They make it happy in the end and we desire that happy ending. And I'm not saying that, you know, life's doomsday, but the reality, the reality of the matter is that's not what was the reality for a lot of those children back in the 1300 um, in Europe. So, Let's talk about this story a little bit. Evil stemmed from hunger. There's a lot of evil that stemmed from hunger in the story of Hansel and Gretel. And essentially it was the it, it was the survival of the fittest. You in order to survive, you had to be street smart. You had to be able to 
you know, go beyond your circumstance. You had to be able to stay strong, steadfast and firm. But these are children. You know, how do you expect that from kids who've been abandoned by their source, who are their parents? And I think a lot of us are like Hansel and Gretel today. Today, we are going through different trials. We are going through different circumstances and we have to remain steadfast and firm. But, you know, our circumstance where we came from may not have been all grand and dandy. We could have, you know, we could have likely been abandoned by our earthly parents. We could have been abandoned by our job. We could have been abandoned by our spouse. We could have been abandoned by all these different circumstances. And it's not abandoned. It's not abandonment in the terminology or the root definition of what it is. It could be you're just going through some type of trial. And in comparing Hansel and Gretel with you and I today, if you know the story, Hansel and Gretel, abandoned by their parents, left in the forest, and they used first stones to lead them back home. And then when they were abandoned again, they used breadcrumbs. And that's where I want to focus this podcast on, spiritual crumbs. In the story of Hansel and Gretel, they actually used breadcrumbs. And you come to find out the birds went and picked up the breadcrumbs and they were lost and abandoned. And this, they found this home that you know was filled with all these great candies and stuff. But that's not where I want to focus on. I want to focus on the spiritual crumbs. Essentially, Hansel and Gretel used stones. They used stones. They used something that was firm, something that was reliable, something that was steadfast, that led them back home, that led them back to their source. They used something that was reliable the first time. Now, the second time when they were abandoned, when they went through a trial, they didn't use stones again. Now, you'd expect in this story or you'd expect in real life, at least for people who have gone through a certain trial, if a certain a certain path worked the first time, if a certain tactic worked the first time, you'd probably implement that tactic again. But they didn't do that. This time around, they used breadcrumbs and They thought it would work. They thought that something that was not reliable was reliable. They thought that something that can easily disintegrate would not wither away. But I'd say we do that as humans. You know, Jesus is our source. And I want to compare, compare and contrast here. In the story of Hansel and Gretel, the stone, the rock, I believe in our lives is God and God's word. And then crumbs are the spiritual crumbs that we live on. And what do I mean by spiritual crumbs? I mean, they are the bits and pieces of Jesus that we try to live on. It's going to church maybe for special events or reading a Bible passage or scripture when we're desperately in need of some type of miracle. But outside of that, we don't seek Christ at all. Our daily walk has no aspect, no spiritual aspect of who Jesus is in it. But when we need him, then we go to him and we go in desperation. So those are the spiritual crumbs that we live on. Those are the crumbs that aren't quite reliable. Those are the crumbs that wither away after a time because we don't have that steadfast, reliable source, that steadfast, reliable object in our life. And I use objects very lightly, but we're not fully engraved that when life hits us really hard, we're able to go back to our source. 
So a lot of times you see Christians, you know, withering away, Christians walking away from the Lord, walking away from the church. Why? Now, I'm not saying this is the reason why for every Christian, because everyone has their own story. But for the most part, what I've come to realize or what I've analyzed based on what others have said to me personally, what I've read over social media is that these individuals, they were living on spiritual crumbs. So it's easy for them to get lost. It's easy for them to wither away. It's easy for them to be fooled by a house that is made of candy. It's easy for them to go left than to stay right. And I'm saying left, not in a political sense. I'm saying left in general, just choosing everything outside of Christ rather than choosing the right path. So spiritual crumbs, the bits and pieces that we choose to live on, that we choose to say is our source when in actuality, it just it's just a little piece of Jesus. And that piece won't take us far. In the Bible, God is referred to as a rock. He's referred to as our source, our life and hope. God is our rock in all and everything. And, you know, Jesus tells Peter this specifically in Matthew 16, verse 18. He said, I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So Jesus here wasn't really talking about a physical rock. He was talking about Peter's heart, that his heart was so entirely engulfed in all that Jesus is that that laid the foundation for the church. It laid the foundation for the gospel message to go beyond the four walls. It laid the foundation for the gospel message to go to all the world. Christianity is built on the bread of life, the whole thing, not crumbs, not spiritual crumbs, not bits and pieces of who Jesus is. Christianity is built on faith like a rock, not faith that crumbles. Christianity is built on truth, not partial truth. Because essentially, if you're living on partial truth, you're living a lie. So the difference between spiritual crumbs and the rock of Christianity is that when life gets hard, because it will, there's no, you know, magic wand that you can cast to say, I will have a perfect life, never endure anything crazy. That just doesn't happen. So when life hits really hard, we're able to remain focused. We're able to find hope in the chaos. We're able to find truth and to look towards Jesus in the unknown versus becoming lost and confused being easily deceived by what's around us, we can make our way back home because we've built our life. We've established a routine. We've, we've established a discipline to continuously have Jesus as our source and our rock that when times get hard, we go directly to him versus spiritual crumbs that wither away. That when times get rough, yes, maybe sometimes we can turn to Jesus. But for the most part, a lot of the times we become lost and alone and confused. And that's the most vulnerable we could ever be. Because in the lost, in being alone, that's where the devil comes in and he tempts and he torments and he brings up things from our past. He brings up character traits that have been 
dormant, he brings up different sin issues that we haven't really fully been delivered by or fully recovered from. He brings up those things and then we end up living the old life that we once lived. So my question to you is, are you living cheap Christianity? Are you living a life of cheap Christianity? Living a life that is cheap is living on crumbs. Living a life that is full and rich is living on the bread of life. Living on the fullness of all that God has given us. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to trade the spiritual crumbs for the rock of Christ, the bread of life. And the only way you can do that, the only way can you can make that exchange is to implement a discipline lifestyle. And that discipline lifestyle can start very simple. It could be one minute a day reading one simple verse. That's it. And then you progress to two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. I like to call it whenever... You know, I'm doing my Devo. I'll, I, I tell my husband, I'm going to go talk to Jesus. It's that spiritual exchange where I go to my source. Like your, like your parents, if you have parents here on earth. When you go to your source, there's an exchange. You talk to them. Sometimes they're quiet, but there is an exchange. There's that stillness for God's voice. There's that stillness for your parents' advice. There's some type of exchange. But in order for you to live a life that's full and that doesn't crumble or become lost when life gets hard, you need to be disciplined. You need to be fully all in. You can't just have one foot in and one foot out because it won't, it really just won't work. You'll live a miserable life. But when you're fully all in, when you're all in to all that Jesus has, when you're disciplined enough, when you're, when you're all in enough and sold out completely for all that Jesus is, he becomes our source, not when life gets tough, but every single day in the good and in the bad. So are you going to trade your spiritual crumbs for the source, for the bread of life, for the rock of salvation? Or are you comfortable living lost? Are you comfortable living alone? Are you comfortable living confused? I'd say you're not. Because in our discomfort, we search for a source. Always. In our discomfort, we search for something to provide us hope, something to provide closure, something that can become a source. We search for something and that something defines where our heart's at. So, my friend, if you're listening, a disciplined lifestyle, talk to Jesus and trade your spiritual crumbs for the bread of life. That's it for today, guys. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the post or podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves the most.